Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of January 21st, 2019. I'm Scouter Ken, and today I'm recording from St. Albert, Alberta. The first Powell River British Columbia Scout Group is marking a very important milestone this year. Actually, uh, this week, it is the centennial anniversary of the group, which actually makes the first Powell River one of the oldest continuously running groups in Canada. Scouting in Canada started in 19... 19- uh, 10, actually, when Baden-Powell wrote to then-Governor-General Earl Grey regarding establishing scouting in Canada. It was established as an act of Parliament. And the first Powell River would thus have been started in, well, I guess 2019. So 1919, only a few years after scouting became a thing in Canada. Currently, the first Powell River group involves about 40 children at four different levels, beavers, cubs, scouts, and venturers. And... For those of you who aren't familiar with how we break that down in Scouts Canada, Scouting in Canada uh, is for people between the ages of 5 and 25 or 26. Beavers is for children from ages 5 to 7 years old, Cubs for 8 to 10 year olds, Scouts for 11 to 13 year olds roughly, and then Venturers are 14 to 17 years old with Rover Scouts kind of capturing the top age bracket. Corey Cook, who is a police sergeant in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, has helped a local Boy Scout troop raise money for supplies after its trailer was stolen from a church parking lot back in November. When Cook heard about the theft, he began to think of ways that the police department could help the troop replace its trailer and camping equipment, so he contacted Boy Scout Troop 911 to organize a service project at the police department's firearms training facility. The scouts collected more than 2,200 pounds of brass ammunition shells, which they then exchanged for cash. The swap brought in about $2,800 for the troop, uh, and they actually then donated the proceeds to Troop 1204, who were the group that actually sustained the loss of the trailer, and so were able to use some of that money to replace some of their lost equipment. Like many scouts around the world, members of the Central African Republic's scouting units have badges on their sleeves for things like woodwork, cooking, navigating, but that is just one side of their accomplishments. The Central African Republic is about five years currently into a raging civil war, and the scouts there have taken it on themselves to help promote vaccinations, to check out rumors about Ebola outbreaks, to carry messages between rival military factions, and more. According to Roni Yannick Bengai, who is the Secretary General of the country's Catholic Scouts Association, which is one of the largest scout groups in the CAR, um, he's only 29, actually, became a scout when he was seven. And according to him, we are here to help mediate between the belligerents to make our country livable to stop the violence. And actually, UNICEF, for their part, has come to regard the scouts as a critical ally in resolving the conflicts. According to Daneg Ledoux, head of communications for UNICEF in Bangui, the country's capital, the scouts and UNICEF signed a formal partnership in the CAR in 2017. Their countrywide presence makes them a very good asset in conducting social mobilization campaigns. And he has in particular cited the work the scouts have done going door-to-door to encourage polio immunization and putting on a play about the importance of immunization, handwashing, and latrine usage for audiences of children in public places. The Illawa Council of the Boy Scouts of America has donated about $15,000 worth of popcorn to soldiers serving in the Army National Guard near Davenport, Iowa. As part of their annual popcorn sale fundraiser, local scouts connected financial donations for members of the community in order to provide popcorn to service members. Scouts loaded the popcorn into a military transport vehicle and actually had the opportunity to meet the soldiers as well. The Illawa Council Development Director, Kenneth Brooks, said that this is a record year for the scouts' military donations. It's cold right now in much of North America, 
But just imagine how members of Troop 422 of Dunedin felt over the summer during a six-day trip to Iceland. That must have been especially a shift for them. Dunedin is in Florida. Troop members dug into their closets to retrieve their parkas and headed to the northernmost National Scout Center in the world from July 20th to 26th. Earlier, I, well, I guess that would have been in 2018. Not only was the climate a major contrast to Florida, but the landscape, food, and culture were, and, you know, understandably so, very different and challenging experiences for the scouts. But they evidently had a lot of fun. They even completed a service, pro- service project during the trip. Troop 422, by the way, is based out of Our Lady of Lords Church in Dunedin. The troop members spent a year doing fundraisers to raise money for the trip, including selling water, working pancake breakfasts, washing cars, and selling candy. In 1916, a Cub Scout keen for an armful of badges would have needed to show pluck, as it were, in team sports, run a furlong in 50 seconds, know how to get to the nearest blacksmith's forge, and to tell a mushroom from a toadstool. Today, the requirements for full honors involve Aboriginal art, at least in the UK, bake-offs, ukulele strumming, and visits to mosques. These were just some of the activities undertaken by eight cubs at the first West Hothley Cub Scout Pack in West Sussex in the UK, who have stitched a full house of badges onto their sleeves, 472 badges between them, in what is thought to be a record-breaking feat. The milestone, which leaves Matthew and Katie Smith, George and Sophie Brown, Luke Rush, Toby Mackey Clark, Samantha Seltanova, and Millie Chalk, no more mountains to climb, at least as their Cub Scout careers are concerned, unless they join the Scouts, has been saluted by Chief Scout Bear Grylls as an outstanding achievement. And it also sheds light on another social change that has taken place since 1916, namely in the fact that now a fifth of the UK's 1,000, sorry, 158,722 cubs are female. And that is all the news I have for you this week. Thank you again for listening. Unfortunately, I don't think we will actually be releasing a Scouting Stuff episode this week. Um, Colin is currently on vacation. I had a cold, wasn't able to put together a time with Parker. So no regular episode release, just the Scouting 5. But you know what? Even so, thank you for listening. And until next time, be prepared. Be prepared.